0: You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen,
1: Jack Barksdale. Hey, everybody, it's Jack Barksdale here. Welcome to another episode of Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. I'm here once again with my mama, Clara Barksdale. Hello. We're going to do another podcast for you. And this one... It's about another playlist that we made. As we do. Yes. So my mom thought it would be cool if we did a playlist that was all the songs that we listened to this November. We we do this every once in a while. Yeah. Where I think definitely
0: in our house anyway, we're the playlist people. We like mm-hmm. a, a yeah. playlist or a mixed tape <laughs> is basically what it was, used to be. And I find they're really cool to look back on. Yeah. Like, what we were listening to in August 2014. Yeah. I'll find those random ones. Yeah, on. I
1: have I have the CD that I come across every now and then. It's like Thanksgiving 2016 or something like that. Right. Or there's a couple of them. And it's, it's kind of really nice. Cool. It, it,
0: like I'll look and see, oh, man, I haven't listened to that song in forever. Or, man, I used to think this was like the best. But now I now I know so many other songs that I like better that I listen uh-huh. to more. Things yeah. like that. Uh-huh. Or or the opposite, like, oh, this is the best song. Why haven't I been listening to it?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we've done that. We do that every now and then where I'll just say, hey, make a playlist. of. I think the last time we did it was in August. Yeah. Um,
1: and she just said, hey, you should make a playlist of 20 songs you're listening to right now. And then she made one and we made one of these podcasts about it.
0: Because that's what we do.
1: Uh-huh. And so... Yeah, we did that again. It's 20 songs, just what we've been listening to. And I November. don't
0: know, I'm not sure if there's as much overlap this time. There may be. So we... Maybe um a few songs. Right. We've done some driving the last few weeks, and you will make playlists for me while I'm driving so that I don't get bored or tired in the yeah. car. So I did, I actually, I felt like it was a little bit cheating. <laughs> Um, Because I went back and selected several songs that were on the playlist that you, the random playlist that you would make for me when we were driving. But you're really good at making playlists and you're really good at finding songs that I'd forgotten about that I enjoyed. And so a lot of mine came from that. Awesome. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go
1: first? It's up to you. I'll go first then. Great. <laughs> awesome. I guess I didn't really think about it that much. I just did all the... Songs that I've been listening to. Just and all I, I all am the a, ones that are my favorites. Right I'm
0: going to step in and say, though, you have some of the most eclectic taste of anyone that I've ever met. Like, you'll be listening to a whole spectrum, wide spectrum of music. So, like, when you say, like, whatever I'm listening to right now, my favorites, I feel like that we're going to have a, a diverse look.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a lot of songwriters. Well, my first song on here is, a, or not really in any particular order, just whichever one I put on the playlist first, the right. one I thought of first. The first song is Arkansas Blues by Hayes Carl.
0: Which is really cool.
1: Yeah, so I actually found this song because Hayes just put out this new album where he redid a bunch of his songs that he's done throughout his career, and it's it's really cool. What's it called? It's the Alone Together Sessions. Very cool. It's awesome. He kind of does it acoustic, but it'll have some some lead in there. And he's he did a Drunken Poets Dream with Ray Wiley Hubbard. And right. I think he did a song with his wife, Alison Moore.
0: It's kind of the stripped down yeah. version, but not s- stripped all the way down. Just yeah. kind of a... And
1: I thought it was really cool because it made me find this and song. And you found songs yeah. that you didn't I necessarily didn't... know. Yeah, exactly. And so I found this one, which is just such a well-written song. I generally like really long songs, so it's, about, it's about five minutes. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's super well-written. I love it. And it's called Arkansas Blues. It's Hayes off,
0: Carl. Yeah,
1: it's off his first album.
0: Or it can be found on that new album, The yeah. Alone Together. Yeah, the Alone
1: I, Together. So definitely go listen to that. It's so good. Anything Hayes does is awesome, really. Pretty much. Yeah, but the song originally came out on his first album, Flowers and Liquor. Really cool song. What's next? Yeah. So the second song on here is Church Street Blues by Norman Blake. And I found this song because I did a song swap with some of my...
0: Songwriting buddies. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And a guy named Zach Pack that I... Wow. The first gig I ever played was opening up for him. Yeah. Like the first actual gig that wasn't just...
0: Almost four years ago.
1: Yeah. We were doing a song swap with some other people and... He played this song, and he said it was by his favorite guitar player. And what and, was the uh, name again? Norman Blake. Norman Blake. Yeah, it's Church Street Blues. It's a it's a really cool song. Zach has taught me about some of the coolest music. That He's I know.
0: been very influential on yeah. what you listen to. And- yeah, about
1: Towns Van Zandt. Guy Clark, Blaze Foley, but, so and many people. what
0: I like about him is that he'll also tell you particular songs or albums by those people. Yes. And tell you why he likes those in particular.
1: Yeah, he's he's very he's, good about that. He's
0: very good at um, analyzing yes. different songs and, and communicating that well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that one's a cool one that I recently learned about. The third one on here is Blaze Foley, If I Could Only Fly. And I have not really gotten into Blaze Foley that much over the last few years, only a a few songs. And I guess I'd always kind of occasionally heard Clay Pigeons because that's like his hit.
0: Right. And John uh, Prine did that one.
1: Yeah. It's really, a really good song. If I Could Only Fly by Blaze Foley. And I actually knew it uh knew Blaze Foley a lot from Zach Pack. Right. Another person that I knew from around that same time, Billy Hartman. Right. And they loved Blaze Foley. I just never really went down that Blaze Foley rabbit hole uh, until recently. Right. And so If I Could Only Fly, it's a really well-written song. The recording, none of Blaze Foley's recordings are super good, but you can kind of get past that too. On that song. Yeah. Cool. Well, basically on all of it. Right. He's really good. And he's actually a really good guitar player, too. He does some good finger picking. Yeah. And instrumentals. And yeah. If I Could Only Fly. It's a really sad song. Which I tend to like. Right. Yeah. Well, the next song is J. Jeff Walker, which rest in peace.
0: Right. He so, just passed away. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. But uh
1: this is one off his first album called Mr. Bojangles. The song is called The Ballad of the Hulk.
0: Now, if you were saying that that Hayes Carl song was long, this uh-huh. one's this one, even it's, longer. It's
1: 7 minutes, 35 seconds.
0: Right. You do like those long songs.
1: They're just so good. And there's so much of them.
0: Right. <laughs> there is so much <laughs> of them to love.
1: Yeah. So I, I really, I again, I also found this one very recently. And... I would also never really gone down the Jerry Jeff rabbit hole. I only really, really, I only really knew the songs that people either told me about or I had just heard. Right. In the car. I
0: I knew a lot of the songs that he did that were written by other people.
1: Yeah, but this one is really good. He wrote a lot, if not all, the songs on his first album. I'm not sure about that, but those. Your Aunt really, Casey really has always
0: been a particular fan of Jerry Jeff Walker. She's been telling you yeah. about Jerry Jeff since you were that's really a toddler. How I, that's really
1: how I <laughs> knew about him because she would play Navajo rug in the car all yes. the time. And uh, But yeah, The Ballad of the Hulk, Jerry Jeff Walker.
0: She's still pretty torn up over him yeah. passing away. She's not ready to talk about it yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, what uh, else do you have? Yeah, I've got Greensboro Woman by Towns Van Zandt, which is... One that, actually, Zach told me about this album. It's called High and In Between. And it is a very, I feel like, underestimated Towns album. But underappreciated? Yes. Underappreciated. But uh, it's so good. And uh,
0: and it can't be a playlist without a Towns song for no, you.
1: Cannot. What uh, else? So uh, then I have a song called Scottsboro Boys by Lead Belly.
0: This one's really interesting. Yeah. This is where the mom slash... Your teacher and me gets really excited when you find songs like this. <laughs> well, because number one, it's a protest song. Yeah. Which is, you've kind of been into some protest songs from some different artists that you've found. Um, but you've always told me that you feel like while Lead Belly is considered more in the blues genre, which he does play blues, mm-hmm. but that you find him more of a folk singer. Yeah. Um, and perhaps just because... And really
1: the people that that have really dug down into his music call him a folk artist.
0: Right. Um, but So it was interesting with that being the case when you started playing this song for me to find him with um, this song that's about...
1: Yeah, well, it's about Scottsboro Boys where in, actually in the recording of the song, he tells the story about it. And uh so there's this person interviewing him about it and uh he said it's it's pretty cool. So he tells about uh what the song is about. It's about these these two uh African American people that uh were on a uh, train and uh they were in a boxcar with some white women and people found them and were just disturbed by it for some reason and uh so they were put in jail for six years, right? And that's just
0: simply because they were black men in the same car as white women,
1: which, which right? I, it's and it
0: to took me. him. It took them six years to get them out of prison yeah, or out I, of jail. I, th- I
1: think they might have gotten out four years, maybe. Oh, okay. No, maybe six years, but uh, but yeah, Scott. I think it's really cool. It's a definitely
0: a a great one to go and listen to and get that story. And you kind of have to adjust the volume, as with a lot of Lead Belly recordings, there. It's mostly in the car. It's not um, great audio on some of it. Like the levels aren't even throughout, so you're kind of adjusting when he's talking, and then the music gets a good bit louder, and you kind of have to turn it up to get the whole story. The volume way up. But it's very interesting.
1: Yeah. And uh yeah. And then the next song is Lydia by Slade Cleaves, which I believe is a Karen Poston song.
0: Yes. And it's one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah,
1: I knew it because you had found this. Song. It's super sad. Yeah.
0: It is I like the live version best. Yeah. But, um but it's a it's a really sad song.
1: Yeah. It's and beautiful though. Of course. I love sad songs. And yeah, I love do. Slade Cleaves, so. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, so it just kind of goes perfectly right. for that one. But, uh,
0: okay, you're going to reel off the rest of them?
1: Okay, yeah, we're running out of time. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then the next one, this is a good one, is Mount Ida by, uh, by Izzy.
0: Izzy. Yeah.
1: And say
0: the name of her album again, oh, because yeah, it's hard for people to find her sometimes. Yeah,
1: it's hard to find uh, Izzy. Cause, she just
0: goes by Izzy.
1: Yeah, so, uh, but the album name is... Live at Black Shield Studio. So if you look up that, Izzy will come up and you can find her. her.
0: Everything on there is amazing and beautiful.
1: Yes. And Mount Ida is one of the prettiest songs on there. It's
0: really beautiful. Yeah,
1: it's just amazing. And so then the next song is Dark Moon by Amy LeVere. Again. Yeah, it's one that I never really knew about.
0: Well, yeah, I, you had said I, you had rediscovered, found yeah. it. Kind of digging a little deeper in her yeah, catalog. Yeah,
1: because It's on her album called Runaways Diary, and I listen to that album all the all the time. But I guess it's at the end. It had kind of gotten lost. And for I kind of yeah, I kind of forgot about it a little bit. But it's a great song. Yeah, and then the next song is one by her husband Will Sexton, right? Which uh, he's also an amazing artist, and uh, that one's called Fell in Straight View. Which is one of my favorite Will Sexton songs. It's the last album or the last song off his new album, which he hasn't released an album in like ten years. Which is it's pretty cool. It's an that he it's a one.
0: really incredible album, and yeah. it's one to listen to from top to bottom. But
1: yeah, I love that one.
0: But each of the songs hold up individually as yeah, well.
1: That song is just so pretty. And uh, so the next one. Is Tombstone by John Fulbright. It's awesome. It's off his live album from The Blue Door. Right. And uh, yeah, John Fulbright is just so awesome. He's such a great songwriter and musician. musician. Yeah. Right. His heart playing. His heart playing. His guitar playing. His piano playing. Yes. My goodness. I'll never forget
0: watching you watch John Fulbright play piano (laughs) and harmonica at the same time.
1: (laughs) It was... I just... It was so mind-blowing because it made so much sense. Yes. Well, it was like
0: the first time I saw someone explain alternate tunings on the guitar to you. <laughs> where it just, like, your mind, all of these locks were being unlocked for you.
1: <laughs> it was pretty yeah. cool. And so the next song is, it's called Obey oh but It Ain't No Lie by Elizabeth Cotton. It's off her live album. It's just called Live! Well, I'm going to tell you that's going to be our
0: first duplicate. From your playlist and mine, because that one's on there. I love that song so much. It is just such a good song. I love Elizabeth Cotton. Anyone who's listened to this podcast knows that we're huge Elizabeth Cotton fans here.
1: Anything Elizabeth Cotton does is just amazing.
0: But that one you need to go and just listen to. I could tell you the story of
1: that song. But you just have to it. Or listen Jack could, it it's but not it's the not the same unless yeah. you're listening to it. Listening she to tells her this, tell it. She's telling the story in the recording we have here. Yes. That's off her live album. It's it's hilarious. It's, yes. it's it's awesome. And the next song is Here's to the State of Mississippi, which is another long one. Of course. It's it's by Phil Oakes. And, and he uh, would be the protest.
0: Yeah. Type his, songwriter that you've been listening to a lot lately. Yeah.
1: And uh yeah, I've always thought that protest songs were kind of cool, that people were trying to really change things in their songs. But uh Phil Oakes, he does it in much more of a poetic way. Right. Which well, is, and I always
0: thought was really it cool. It makes sense. He's the one that you told me about where – and shoot, I meant to put that one on my list and I forgot. Uh One of his – songs on his album is him performing um the highwayman the song by um Alfred Lord the Tennyson poem. the poem yes sorry the poem by um Alfred Lord Tennyson
1: um but in song form but in song form yeah which is so and he, he does uh, the bells by uh, Edgar Allan Poe as well right. in song form but the someone who thinks to do that
0: on an album i feel like it makes sense that you're attracted to the, the poetic nature of his protest songs. Yeah.
1: And, uh, yeah, here's to the state of Mississippi. It's a great song. And uh, the next song is also a new one that I've found. And it's Cowboy Junkies Lament uh, by Townsman Zandt. It's off the live album. Uh, I forget the name. Uh, somebody had to write it. That's it. And so it's. It's a really cool album, which is also interesting to hear Towns talk about
0: songs and songwriting. Yeah, in
1: there's, that there's a little thing that that is actually the title track to the album. It's they call it "Somebody Had to Write It" because in that spiel that he's talking about, he says that. And uh, yeah, it's it's really cool. But the song I picked was "Cowboy Junkie's Lament." It's a great, really well written song. I really love it. And uh, I actually found it just like two weeks ago. Right. It's really cool. So uh, the next one is Casey's Last Ride by Chris Christofferson. You've always liked that song. I have. Ever since I heard it, we got this album by Chris from some record store. Right. And it had it on it, and I just fell in love with it. It's a great one. And, uh, oh, this one's a good one. Lucky Sometimes by Pokey LaFarge. Okay, and you've been on a Pokey Lafarge kick as well. Yeah. So he just released a new album called Rock Bottom Rhapsody. And it's really cool. All of his albums are awesome, just this one kinda has it's really an odd, really cool feel to it. And uh
0: What else would you expect for a twenty twenty album?
1: <laughs> yeah. But uh but yeah, lucky sometimes. Uh I sent it to uh I sent it to Phil, actually. Our cousin Phil. Our, our cousin Phil in California. And uh, he's he said he likes how it sounds like uh, some that was written in the 40s. Right. Which, I, it's really cool. And on the album, the song before it is an instrumental. And it goes right. straight into that song when you listen to it, the album all the way through. I didn't put that song before it on the playlist, but it's a really cool song. And a really cool transition. Right. So the next one which is also a long one, (laughs) is uh, Avalanche by Leonard Cohen. And I've, for like the last year and maybe maybe a year and a half, I've been on Leonard Cohen Kick, definitely. I don't think it's actually
0: been that long. I think his songs are just so long that you think it's been that long. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of your Leonard Cohen deep dives started in the quarantine. True,
1: yeah. Yeah. so It's just
0: the length of the songs. So <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I'm making fun of that. But I have really enjoyed you educating me on Leonard Cohen because yeah, I hadn't so cool. done it's much. It's off his
1: album, Songs of Love and Hate. For his first three albums, it was Songs of. The first album that I did right. was Songs of Leonard Cohen. The second album was Songs from a Room. And then the, the third album was uh, Songs of Love and Hate. It's really cool. But uh, yeah, Avalanche, it's such a great song. Uh, that's really awesome. The next one is It's About Time by Guy Clark, which I didn't really know this song because it isn't on the Essential album. Which was so the, really the Essential how Guy we Clark, dove yeah,
0: into Guy Clark.
1: Yeah. The Essential Guy Clark album has every song from his first album and every song but two songs from his second album. And that's one of the two songs from the second album that didn't that get- That wasn't on there. That wasn't on there. Yeah. And uh, and it does one song from his third album on the essential album, but that album is pretty rare. I actually have it on on vinyl, but uh, it's not on Spotify anywhere. Right. But uh, but it's about time is a really cool song, and it's also a very new one that I found. Right. So uh, second to last one here is Send a Memphisto by John Prine. It's off his album. Uh, see, I think the the missing years. Yeah. And what's it's, the name of it? The sins of Mephisto. Okay. It's really cool, and uh, yeah, I really like that one. Kind of has a different feel. Right. But uh, it's really cool. And the last one is painting blue on everything by Amy LeVere, which that- is the title track to her last album. Yes, that she's done, and uh,
0: I was gonna say that's another overlap for us, but it's not. I put a different one, but from that album on yeah. on my list. Yeah.
1: So painting blue on everything, I love that song, and yeah. Sorry if I took too much of your time, Mama. No, that's okay. I can roll mine
0: off real fast. <laughs> and there are ones that we, I feel like we've talked about some. Although I say that, I'm not sure that we have. Uh, the first one on my list is "Joe" by Max Gomez. Written by our friend Jed Zimmerman. Um it's a really beautiful song. Um Max Gomez runs host the Red River Folk Festival yeah. in Red River, New Mexico, um every
1: fall. Which is one of the like first. Probably not first, but one of the first festivals that it went to that was out of state. Where we traveled. Yeah. Yeah. It was really awesome. Yeah,
0: it was. And you met some great people, including Jed Zimmerman, who wrote the song. Uh Um, Will and Amy, uh, Will Sexton and Amy Levere were there.
1: Kind of got to re-meet them. (laughs) Right. Mark Edgar Stewart,
0: who is a Memphis musician who... I also should have put one of his on here. Your yeah. dad is a particular; like, he really gets into the Mark Edgar Stewart yeah. songs. He's
1: he's he's got a really cool song called "Miss America." You should, yeah, well, all the songs are awesome. But.
0: Um. Okay. Also on my list, "Honeybee," Tom Petty. Yeah. What these especially coming from like car ride songs playlists that you were making for me, there's always some Tom Petty on there. There has to. We be. love Tom Petty, <laughs> but I love the Honeybee. Um, song this the one that I put on my list is not is the the album version, but we also are particularly fond of the Saturday Night Live version that they play on Sirius XM because oh, yeah. Dave Grohl uh, is, playing, Rowe 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 is drums. playing drums. Yeah, and got offered to be in the Heartbreakers oh. and decided not to. And yeah, and then we have the Foo Fighters. Yeah, so yeah,
1: that was during his transition. Yeah, to the Foo Fighters.
0: Yeah um intentional heartache by dwight Yoakum. it's a hilarious song it's yeah. so fun um it's one that i kind of not listened to in a while until you started putting it back on things and um it's just it's kind of a hoot i really enjoy <laughs> it um catfish fishing by yes my friend and yours guthrie Kennard. yeah um the name of that album is Matchbox. Is that correct?
1: I believe so. Yes.
0: Um, that's one you should just go listen to. Yeah,
1: it's the whole album.
0: Guthrie is a jewel. Yeah, as a awesome. human being and a songwriter and a Musician, performer. performer. Yes, yeah. he's a storyteller. He's yeah. he's a jewel. We love some yeah. Guthrie. Um,
1: if you ever have a chance to go see him, he plays. Uh, in Fort Worth and Dallas a lot, and sometimes we'll even go out to Europe. Yeah, he plays in
0: England. He has some friends in England that he plays with a good bit.
1: Yeah, definitely, if you can see a Guthrie Canard show,
0: um, "Desperado's Waiting for a Train" by Guy Clark. I tend to my favorite songs by people tend not to be their most popular one or their most Mm -hmm. famous one, but this is one that he's particularly known for. Mm-hmm. That still just touches me every time I hear it. Yeah. It's, it affects me. I really enjoy it. Um, uh-huh. It's so well done. Yeah. Um, it's a classic. It is. Also on the classics, uh, Jerry Jeff Walker w- has been on our mind mm-hmm. in particular um, since he died just very recently. And I have him on here doing London Homesick Blues, which yeah. is a classic.
1: Or he actually brings out Gary P. Nunn to sing it.
0: Yes, but, Gary P. wrote it. Yeah, and, um, it's, and he's singing it. And yeah. he's singing on there with Jerry Jeff. Yeah. Um, our friend Bob Livingston, I believe, is is probably playing on that version as well.
1: He is. I mean, um, he was on the Viva Terra Lingua.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um, so I enjoy that one. That one's just one of those where you feel like you're there. It takes you back to this moment. It's one of those live songs where you feel like you're a part of it, I feel like. Yes, exactly. Um, In Tall Buildings by John Hartford, which we actually, I really learned about that song through Max Gomez, who was at the top of my list. Because he does that one in his live shows a lot. Um, I don't believe he's recorded it anywhere that's out available.
1: Well, he has a he has a video on YouTube where he's doing it, okay. which is pretty cool.
0: Um, but it's a John Hartford song. Really I, I love John the, Hartford. I think the
1: version you have on there is of the the live version. Okay. Which is really good. I it's
0: one of those that I just I the he takes such a mm-hmm. profound idea and really makes it accessible. Yeah. which is very cool mm-hmm. um whiskey lullaby which this is probably the most mainstream song that I've ever put on a playlist but I fell in love with that song Brad Paisley and Alison Krauss which mm-hmm. I'm a huge Allison Krauss fan um I
1: think Bill Anderson and another person wrote it
0: okay um yes you're right I don't remember the I, other I, name I can't of the songwriter either I'm blanking on but um but there was a cool music video done of this back in I don't know maybe the early two thousands. Um, it's a really beautiful song. It's a story song and it's a powerful, really emotional, sad song. Yeah. Um, "Not Forgotten You" by Kelly Willis. I think it's been on a couple of playlists that we put out. Um, yeah, "Not
1: Forgotten You" is one of my.
0: It's a beautiful song. Yeah, it's really one of my well written. Kelly songs. Yeah. And she always just does it so well. In fact, Kelly and Bruce are probably three of the last songs on here. Because they're my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, Departing Louisiana by Kelly and Bruce. Kelly Willis and Bruce Robinson, is the next one on my list. It's actually written by Bruce's sister, Robin Ludwig, mm-hmm. who owns and runs a cool um, bar
1: Slash in dance hall. <laughs> slash
0: dance hall slash music venue down in Fisher, Texas. Yeah. Uh called The Devil's Backbone. It is awesome.
1: Um they have really cool music. There.
0: Yeah. And anyway, so Departing Louisiana is on a um album that Bruce and Kelly did together, which there aren't a lot of those, um, and written by Robin Ludwig. Mm-hmm. It's a really beautiful song yeah it's good that's a sad song this is kind of sad songs (laughs) on here i love Um, sad songs till i'm too old to die young by the Mm Trishes, which is actually a kevin welch song um it's one of my all-time favorites definitely also la county by lyle lovett Mm-hmm. One of my all-time favorites, and both of those I hadn't really listened to. That first Trisha's album and that Lyle Lovett album haven't listened to in a long time. And you put them on a playlist, and I just am loving it. Thanks for bringing those back out. <laughs> <laughs> of um,
1: yeah, I love LA County. Yeah, that's a good song, man.
0: Nothing like a murder song sometimes,
1: <laughs> or just any Lyle song in general.
0: Man, I know I. I am a Lyle Lovett fan. I really, I don't rotate him through my play, what I'm listening to enough. Yeah. He's a good one. Um, Mother Russia by yes. Steve mm-hmm. Um, Steve Poltz. we met at the Red River um, Folk Festival oh, yeah. for the first time. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, which I know live shows are not really going on a lot right now, but. If you ever get a chance to see Steve Pultz live, run, to walk, to get tickets, and go.
1: Yes. and It's an experience. uh, And I feel like it would be hard to understand his music so much if you haven't seen him live.
0: I agree. Well, and I I also would say that the world would be a better place if more people saw Steve Pultz live in a show. Yeah. It's magic. He's magic. Mm-hmm. And when we before we'd seen him live, I thought I'm just not gonna enjoy this. I was so sure I was not gonna enjoy his <laughs> his performance because it it's outside of my comfort zone.
1: Yeah, and actually before the show I think Max and someone else standing around and they're like, Hey Jack, have you ever seen Steve before? I'm like, no. You're really going to like it. I
0: mean, he's walking on chairs. He's dancing yeah. around. He's he, unplugging. He, he does
1: push-ups on the stage. He does
0: push-ups. He, he, he does around
1: in the crowd and sings to you.
0: And then he'll just stop everything and play Presbyterian Guitar by John Hartford. And everyone just mellows back out. And then he comes up with <laughs> another one like Mother Russia. Yeah. <laughs> that is a crazy off-the-wall effect. Um to quote Jewel, who he wrote some songs with, pulsing the song all up. Yeah. He takes a pretty he song and he it. pults <laughs> he pults it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he actually wrote You Were Meant for Me with Jewel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Casually.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, another funny song that I really enjoy, Pills by Kayla Ray. <laughs> Kayla Ray is a friend of ours from Waco, Texas. Um Her album's amazing. That one is a hoot. I'm going to say it again twice in this episode. That one's a hoot. Mm -hmm. Kayla's a hoot. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, Okay, I'm going to go fast for the end here. Um, I Look For You by Kevin Welch. Yeah. Not In Memphis, Amy LeVere. That's off that Painting Blue uh, album. Love at the Five and Dime, the live from Anderson Fair version by Nancy Griffith. That's such
1: a good version of
0: that song. It's the
1: voice is so perfect.
0: Yeah. But the song itself, our friend Bill Lewis did this just with his piano one Sunday night and put it on Facebook. And it was beautiful. Just hearing him do, someone else do that song, really reiterated to me how powerful the writing is in that yeah, song. He did a really good version. He, of that. It was beautiful. Yeah. I, I didn't that. think
1: that anyone would be able to do any kind of version of that song.
0: Yeah. Yes. But he
1: did that so well.
0: Um I have Obey But Ain't No Lie by Elizabeth Cotton, one of our crossovers. Yeah. Um all through throwing Good Love After Bad, Verlin Thompson doing Guy Clark. Yeah. A Guy Clark song. Uh <laughs> From yeah. the the Guy, Guy this one's and- for him mm-hmm. tribute album. Yeah,
1: Guy and Richard Lee wrote that song, I think.
0: I think that's right too. Yeah. Um, I just like the way Verlin does it. I like the way he presents that song. Two uh, of my
1: favorite Guy Clark songs actually Richard co wrote. Oh wow,
0: is that's very cool. But yeah.
1: Verlin does such a good version of that song.
0: Yeah, he does as Verlin does. Yeah. Um, and then the end, getting ready for the Christmas season. And again, back to my Kelly Willis Bruce Robinson obsession. Of course, Uh, Oklahoma Christmas, which is a great way to really get you in the mood to go visit your in laws or family. It's about Bruce going up to Oklahoma with Kelly to visit her family, which was a came from a little bit more religious background than than Mm -hmm. Bruce. More hardcore a little bit. Yes, and all the times that. Bruce made mistakes during that family visit. And it's it's a really it's a live version. There were a lot of live versions on both of our songs, but and maybe we're just missing live shows. I think that might be it. (laughs) We're we're listening to a lot of live versions because we just need to feel like we're in the audience again. (laughs) But we've been one of the first shows that you ever went to was a live christmas show Mm -hmm. uh bruce and kelly they they will do a christmas tour a lot yeah uh most years and um so this is from their christmas album that was that came from those live shows i want
1: to had to be either uh kelly and bruce or a trisha's
0: it was kelly and bruce in abilene texas at the paramount theater (laughs) and um two tons of still we're yeah. opening for them. That was the first one that you ever went to in like yeah. a, a venue.
1: Yeah, that was so much fun.
0: It's a good way to kick yeah. things off.
1: And then I went, and my dad took me to talk to the the
0: two tons. Yeah, the the, the, the members band of two members. Tons of steel. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah that was a, that was really awesome. It
0: was. It was a Thanks really. Thanks for fun taking one. me. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Thanks for doing another podcast with me.
1: <laughs> You're fired. okay well that's our playlist we'll be releasing them soon so you can listen to all those songs or if you just want to go listen to them right now you can go take the information we gave you listen to them but uh we'll
0: post the playlist up on all the social medias
1: yeah so uh thanks for listening again another episode of jack barksdale's revival i hope you enjoyed it and hope to see you next time and And, this uh,
0: episode is brought to you by
1: yeah, it's brought to you by Chief Records down in the stockyards, uh, Fort in Florida, Worth, Texas. It's so awesome. I went and actually got some records there today. They, you took me and uh, I, got, <laughs> I, got cool, I got you usually buy a record when you walk cool in there. Records, yeah, and uh, yeah. Hope to see you next time.